Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. How are you today? Praise God. Are you thankful to be alive in the house of the Lord, as I say always? Amen. Because wherever we're studying and partaking of the word of God, we're in the house of the Lord. Amen. So let's just uh, um, go into prayer in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this time that we have with you today to partake of your word, O oh Lord. And we ask that Holy Spirit will continue to minister to us all uh, in his own special way, O oh Lord God, because only you, Heavenly Father, know the needs, the desires of every single believer, every single new believer that is listening to this word today, O oh Lord God. And we pray that you'll just minister to us in your own special way. Heavenly Father, I give this time and this space entirely over to you. Take it where you will for your honor and your glory and your praise. In the master's name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, praise God. As I said, this is the day that the Lord has, has made. Let's rejoice and be oh so glad in it, amen, and let's move forward and partake of his word. And we're going to start the uh, message today by just staying, saying to you, uh, how many of us are out there seeking God? Okay, I know I... I seek God all the time. You know, I had to seek God for this sermon that I'm about to preach here. I seek God always before I, I give a message to see what it is that he would have me to say. Um, are we seeking God because we're trying to figure out how our small business is going to be faring and all that's going on? You know, are we seeking God in terms of what to do about the vaccinations that are about to come out? Are we seeking God because our children are going through so many changes today with not being in live school, that they're feeling the pressures of not being able to, to be with their buddies, you know, and, and friends and so forth, you know? Um, are we seeking God because you need a new house? Are you seeking God because you need a new car? Are you seeking God because you're tired of working from home? You're tired of being in the same position? Are you seeking God? Are you seeking God? Are you seeking God? There are many, many reasons why during the course of our lives that we wind up seeking God. Amen. But today I want to talk about three particular areas of our lives that it's important that we remember to seek God. Because so many times we'll seek God for a host of other things, like I said. But these particular areas, many times we just kind of forget to seek God. Amen. So that's what I want to get into today about seeking God and how, how really important it is to seek God and these three particular areas or aspects of our lives that we need to focus on and make sure that we do seek God. Amen. Seeking after God is it's just so important. I mean, he is our foundation. He is everything. He's our very, our very lives, you know, and um, uh, he's the giver of life. He's the master planner. He's in charge of our lives, you know. So if we don't seek him on a regular basis, then we're missing out on a host of opportunities to move forward in life, you know, and also many times to be shielded, you know, from things that would be coming against us, that would be coming down the pike. So seeking after God, amen? But before we even get to those three areas, what does the Bible say about seeking after God? And I want to go to the book of Deuteronomy, okay? I want to go to the book of Deuteronomy and chapter 4, Deuteronomy 4, verse 29. Deuteronomy 4, verse 29, okay? As you're flipping there, seeking God, a very important subject. We can't overlook it as Christians. As a matter of fact, if you have not yet given your life to Jesus Christ and haven't asked him to be your Lord and Savior, then in a manner of speaking, you are seeking. You are seeking. Everyone's life before they come to know the Lord is in some state of um, 
uh, turmoil to one degree or another. You know, sometimes it's more of a state of turmoil, sometimes it's lesser. But if you're out there, you're seeking, if you're not seeking after God right now, you don't realize it's God, but you may be seeking, seeking, quote, God in so many other areas. You know, many times um, th those people that are just looking for something better, they're not sure what it is they're really seeking. And they just don't know what the answer is, you know. So I submit if you fit into that category, you're looking for something. You know that something in your life is missing. You know that you're kind of like just drifting along. Then I submit to you that now is the time to, to submit your life to Jesus Christ and ask him to come into your life. And you'll find that that will be the, be, be the beginning of, of the answers that you are seeking, uh, 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 coming to, uh, to a culmination, coming to an end. You know, the, the things that you're seeking after can indeed be found in Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I want to get a bit more into, into the seeking. And I just feel led to say, just to go aside just a little bit here, that coming to Jesus is not really a, 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 a it's not an in-depth process. It's a matter of you confessing with your heart. And believing in your heart that Jesus Christ is indeed the son of the living God. And admitting that you have tried to run your life and that you have not been able to do so. And if that's the case, to simply say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe that you are the son of the living God. Lord Jesus, come into my life and just take control. I give my life and all of my circumstances entirely over to you, Lord Jesus. I cannot do it myself. I renounce and denounce everything that I've tried to do in, my, in, in, in this life, everything that I've tried, uh, how I've strayed away and done so many different things and committed sin. Lord, I, I, I ask forgiveness of those sins and I repent of those sins. And now, Lord, I ask you to come into my life. Lord Jesus, be my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. And if you just repeated after me those simple words and you mean it in your heart, you really believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. He is the son of God and that he died for your sins. Amen. And, and what he, the work that he did on the cross was to save you so that you can have eternal life. If you believe that in your heart, you are now what we call born again. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. All right. And then you've been adopted into the family of God. Amen. 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 So, so, so as such, now that's just the beginning. If you did just now for the first time, confess that prayer, repeated those words after me, that's just the beginning. Okay. We all still need to constantly seek after God. Amen. And the word of God is very, very explicit on that. Okay. And with that, like I said, Deuteronomy chapter four, uh, starting with verse number 29. But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, underline the word seek, if thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. Thou shalt find him. If you seek him, you shall find him. If you seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Okay? So this seeking God there says that if you shall seek the Lord, thou shalt be found by him. If you seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Put a bracket or a highlight all of verse number 29 because that's a very good starting point for us. If we seek God with all of our heart and with all of our soul. Okay, that doesn't mean an occasional thought, you know, oh, gee, what am I going to do about this car? You know, and then you pick up and you move on and you, you know, what should I do? Lord? And then you pick up and move on. This is really seeking God diligently is seeking after him with all of your heart and with all your soul. Okay, this is where you are meaning, you, Lord, I, I, I need to touch you, Lord. I need you to, to hear me. I need some guidance, oh, Lord God. What should I do with this particular situation? What should I do with this particular person? How should I handle it? Lord, I am seeking, I am seeking, I am seeking, okay? Then it goes on to say in verse number, th number 30, when thou art in tribulation, underline, art in tribulation, when thou art in tribulation and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if you turn to the Lord your God 
and shalt be obedient unto his voice. For the Lord thy God is a merciful God. He will not forsake thee. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which he swear unto them. Okay? So it's awesome. Right there in verse number 30, right off the box, when you're in tribulation. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, when you have tribulation. He didn't say if, he said when. Jesus knowing full, 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 full well that even after we are born again, even after we become children of the living God, even if, after we have embraced Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, Jesus is telling us that in moving forward that we will have tribulation. He didn't say when. He, he, says he, he didn't say if. He said when. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is saying that we will have times in this life. We will have times in this life, as long as we are in these physical bodies on this planet Earth, that things just come against us, against us, that things just do not go right. Amen. But he's saying that during those times and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if you do what? If you turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient to his voice. OK, now there's, there's two things there. that's turning to God. OK, turning to God and then being obedient to his voice. All right. So when you're seeking God, okay, you just can't go saying, oh, Lord, I'm looking for you, I'm looking for you. And then when, you, you know, when he answers and responds and he gives you specific direction about something to do or something to stop doing, that you don't be obedient to his voice, okay? That's not going to help at all. That's not going to work for you. Amen? Amen? So it says that, that, that during that time of tribulation, if we seek after God, if we turn to him and be obedient to his voice, then, what's, what's the answer? For the Lord thy God is a merciful God, okay? Our God, thank God, God is God. <laughs> thank God our God is God. Because he is one with just, he has so much mercy. He cares so much for you. You know, he cares so much for you. You, you, you know, don't think because you slipped and you stumbled that he stopped loving you. I mean, he's a God of so mercy, so much mercy. Amen. Amen. He will be there for you. Okay. God is a merciful God. Uh, he will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which he swore unto them. Okay. So it says there that God is not going to forsake thee. He's not going to destroy thee. All right. So that's just a little, I mean, that's just a smattering of the many, many verses that talk about seeking God. But just to start with, there's the jump off point. Again, verse number 29. If from, if, uh, if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him if thou seek him with all thy heart and all thy soul, okay? So that's what the Bible, uh, what the position of seeking God is according to the word of God, okay? That we must seek after him, okay? So that's kind of the general thing. Now, to get more specifically about these three areas that many times we overlook when we're seeking God, that's where I want to go next, okay? And the first particular area that we should be looking at and always be conscious of and aware of is to be, be uh, willing and wanting to seek God after we've sinned, okay, after we have sinned, okay, if you sin, if you sin, and listen, we're children of God, we're born again, we're blood washed, okay, God knows that, again, as long as we are in these physical bodies on this planet earth, from time to time, we may slip and stumble, okay, God is aware of that, because we are still very much in this, we have this human nature that is going on within us, that is at war, with God, with the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen? So sometimes we may slip in sin. But the last thing you want to do is to run from God, okay? You don't want to run from God. Amen? If you slip in and sin, you want to run to God, okay? And don't let this shame or, or, or guilt keep you away from God. So many times when we slip and stumble and fall into a sin, you know, and, and, and sins, you know, there's a sin, there's a sin of commission, 
meaning a sin that you actively did. Okay, and then there's a sin of omission, which is something that God has told you to do and you did not do it. Okay, so there's a sin of commission and a sin of omission. All right, you know, you hear talk about venal, venal sins and mortal sins and whatnot. That is not listed in the Bible. Okay, sin is sin. All right, okay, but there's a sin of omission and a sin of commission. But the thing is, it is if you have fallen into any of those areas, either of those two areas, don't run from God. That's the last thing you want to do. This is the time for you to run to Him. Amen. And don't let the devil put this shame and this guilt whispering in your ear. See what you did. See what you said. See where you were. Or see what you didn't do. See what you didn't say. You know, don't let the devil put all of that in your head to put you into a guilt trip so that you just run further and further away from God. Don't get this feeling now that God is so angry with me that he doesn't want to talk with me. He doesn't even want to hear my repentance. Okay. The word of God says that, that, that if you repent, that he is faithful to forgive. Amen. Amen. So the time that we need to seek his face right out of the box is if we slip and stumble and fall into sin. Amen. Let's go to the book of Second Chronicles. Okay. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 12. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 12. Praise God. Praise God. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there to be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, underline, and seek my face. People shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Stop sinning. Turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Okay? So right there, God is saying that, 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 um, um, if my people, which are called by my name, and we, we are, I mean, okay, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Okay, so the first things we have to do is to start humbling ourselves and seek God's face, okay, and turn away from wicked ways. That means to stop sinning, okay? Especially you are aware of your sin, you know, you've tripped and you stumble and you're aware of the sin. So that means you repent, you cease from your wicked ways and you turn away from that and you seek God's face. You run to God and ask, and ask his forgiveness, you know? Heavenly Father, I'm not going to go that way again in the name of Jesus. You know, please forgive me for doing this or please forgive me for not doing this. Okay, something you know, God wanted you to do and you didn't do it. Amen. It says that to seek my face, turn from the evil ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin. Okay, so, so step number one here, area number one is sin in our lives. When we trip and stumble and commit that sin. Don't run from God. This is the time that you should seek God, okay? And I'm telling you, guilt can play such a powerful thing in your mind, in your psyche, that you start believing and start thinking that devil has you thinking that God does not want to hear from me. God does not want to see me, you know? And many times, and many times, you know, and I, I have known people over the many years, I've known people, you know, thank God, not a, a 
hundreds of thousands or anything, but I have known people that when you openly get into deep discussion with them and, and kind of pull out them, what, what is troubling them, what is, is hindering hindering their walk, uh, many times will come out there, oh, well, they consent, they, they committed a sin, you know, back in so-and-so, you know, it may have been days ago, weeks ago, months ago, years ago, and since then they, they, they did not feel like God wanted to see, wanted to hear from them. And they actually pulled away, you know, and, and, th and that uh, a, a lack of seeking God and running to God when you trip and stumble, that can result in you pulling further and further away from God, you know, and it starts with, first of all, you know, you're not seeking God's face, face. Next thing you know, you're not praying, you're not praying regularly. You know, next thing you know, you're not reading the Bible because the Bible, you know, reminds you of the fact that you sinned, you see. And then you, you stop going to church, you know, if you're listening to to uh, to messages or sermons via uh, Internet or podcasts like this, then all of a sudden you stop listening to the podcast, you stop pulling away because you actually start believing that God does not want to hear from you. God does not want to see you. You know, and you you start kind of kind of kind of running from the face of God. You know, you you start shying away. You don't want God even looking at you because you feel so bad. Amen, amen, amen. That's the devil himself. Don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. Amen, amen. God is waiting for you to come to Him. God is waiting for you to come back to Him and 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 to repent of those ways and turn away from it. It says, "Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land." Okay, healing your land in modern day terms to us will be that he'll heal and he'll fix your situation. All right, he'll heal and he will fix your situation. But if you've got that sin that is standing between you and God, okay, it just can't happen if you permit that sin to stay there. Repent of it. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Seek his face. Spend some time talking with you, you know. And, I, and I'm telling you, according to the word of God here, what he says is that, is that he will heal your land. He will heal your situation, whatever that situation might be. Okay? All right? So that's one important time in our lives that we have to remember that um, God wants us to always uh, seek his face. Okay? Number two, the other time that we should be doing that is when we are feeling dry spiritually. When we're feeling dry spiritually, you know? And when you sense that there's a distance between you and God, or if you feel dry spiritually, okay, don't delay, not for a moment. That's the time for you to seek God, okay? And sometimes these two can be related. When you're feeling dry spiritually is because of the fact that you slipped and you stumbled and you haven't sought God's face. You didn't go to seek his face to, you know, to repent and ask forgiveness so that he can start healing your land, so to speak. So because of the fact that you have not sought God, you didn't seek his face, now all of a sudden you start feeling spiritually dry, okay? okay. You start feeling spiritually dry. All right, all right. If I've potted plants and everything like that, I mean, <laughs> I, I far from have a green thumb, you know, but I can grow a plant here and there and outside in the backyard, I have some potted plants and things. But, you know, if I let them go without water too long, you know, the, the, the leaves all of a sudden start getting dry, turning brown, they start getting brittle and eventually they, they fall off. So you have to give it water. You have to feed it. You have to give it, give it water. Okay. So when you start feeling distant from God like that, and you start feeling, you know, I always say, you, you know, when you start feeling like, like, like kind of icky and something just isn't right, you know, and you just feel sort of out of sorts and you start feeling like that, you may be feeling dry spiritually. And that is a time for you to seek God without delay. Without delay, run to him. Run to him. What, what did Jesus say? He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. Okay? Okay. So we have to draw our sustenance from God. We have to draw our sustenance. We have to feed on Lord Jesus. Amen. 
So if you're feeling dry spiritually, something is just not going right, you can't quite put your finger on it, this is the time for you to start seeking God. Amen. So with that, let's go to uh let's go to Psalm Psalm 63. And we're gonna start with verse number number one, Psalm 63. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Psalm 63, verse number one. God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth after thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Where no water is. Amen. First of all, you start by when you're seeking God. Remember that God is your God. God is indeed your God. You know, it says that early in the morning, early will I seek thee. You know, good time to start seeking God is first thing in the morning. You know, you know, did you ever realize that every day, you know, is a brand new start for you? God has washed away the previous day. God has given you a fresh start. And then what better way to get your day going is to, is to get your marching orders, so to speak, from the commander in chief. And that's God. Amen. What better day than to get up early and say, okay, Lord, this is what is laid out before me. This is a meeting that I have that I'm really dreading going to. This is someone I have to see that I'm not really that interested in seeing. You know, this is someone that I'm going to be reconciled with that I haven't seen in a long time. Whatever it is that's going on in your life, seek God first thing in the morning early and say, okay, Lord, how, how, should, I, how should my day go? Order my day. Ask the Lord to order your day. You know, you know, we all nowadays, most of us anyway, nowadays, we all have smartphones and tablets and everything. And all those smartphones and tablets have calendars in it and schedulers in it. And many of us use those things. I know I certainly use mine to remember the things that I have to do. Okay. All right. So, I mean, many times before I go to bed at night, I'll check what it is I have to do in the morning and then I'll pray about that. And then in the morning, remembering what it is that I'll have to do, I still say, okay, Lord, how should I go about doing this? Please give me your insights. Let your Holy Spirit guide me in what I have to do this morning. Because while you may know what it is that's on your calendar, you may know what item number one on that calendar says or on that schedule says, but you don't know how that particular calendar item is going to work out. You don't know blow by blow every single word that's going to be said or exchanged between you and another person if you're meeting with another person or whatever the circumstances might be in the drive in your car. You know, the first thing on your schedule is to drive to the grocery store. You don't know what's on the road or the highway before you before you get there. Amen. So it's important. I mean, even in that regard, driving to the store in the morning, you have to go buy the grocery shopping in the morning. Your intention is to go down Main Street, to go to the store there to, to do your things. You know, you got to sort your bags in the car. You're ready to go. You don't know whether that route that you're taking is a safe route to go. I've had God many times over the years say, don't go down, just to use a street name, don't go down Main Street, you know, take Maple Street. Okay, and then later on, I, I followed that direction and take Maple. Then later on, I found that, find out that there was a terrible accident on Main Street that I could have been involved in. Amen. So it's important for you to seek God in the morning, early in the morning, to, 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 um, to guide your steps, to give you some insights about how to go about uh, attacking your day, so to speak. Amen. 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 So seek him in the morning. Okay. And then it says that my soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Okay. When we have things going on in our lives and everything is up in the air and you don't have answers to many things, you're thirsty. <laughs> you're thirsty, you know. 
that plant that I was talking about before where the leaves are dry and falling off, you know, when, when you don't have the answers to things and things are just going on and you're in such a state of turmoil, you, you know, it, it, it's a dry land, okay? okay? And you're thirsty for answers. You're thirsty for answers. You want to know what it is that you need to do. Well, God can supply those answers, okay? It says that my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, okay? Again, that's part of that wilderness experience that I talk about on many occasions. You know, we all have our wildernesses that we wind up going through before we get to our promised land, okay? Which could be, uh, um, you know, the job you've been praying for, the house you've been praying for, whatever it is, those, those are things that uh, seem so far off for you. You know, while you're in that wilderness going through it, it seems like you're in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water, okay? This is the time for you to seek God. Seek God, okay? Go to, go to him. Verse number two says, to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, okay? Okay, let, let me just flow into number two. Let me read number one again. God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, okay? Now, if you've seen God doing miracles and you've, you've felt his presence when you're in the sanctuary, you know, you're in church and you're singing praise and worship music and maybe you've seen signs and wonders, you've seen miracles being performed or, or even now that we haven't been in church buildings but we're still doing church and you've seen signs and wonders going on, you know, as you've been in prayer in God, as you've been in quote-unquote church, even if it's virtual church, as you have seen God perform that way in the sanctuary, okay, what this is saying is that I would long to see thy power and thy glory in the same fashion okay well now saint of god understand you may sit here and listen to this message or you may hear some other message you know or if you're in, in, a, in a church where you are able to meet um with, with limited numbers you know and you feel and you see and you, you sense the presence of god moving on and so forth this thing this same thing that same experience should carry over to your to, to your, your private life, so to speak, if you know what I mean. When you're outside of church, that's what I'm getting at, okay? Just because you're not in, in, in a worship situation, just because you're not in a situation where you're listening to, to the Word of God through a message, through a preacher or someone else, uh, just because you're not there at that particular time and you leave, you're done. You've heard the message, now you've moved on, and now you're going into your, 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 the rest of your day, okay? God's presence should still be with you. God's presence should still be with you, okay? This, is what, this is, is what walking in the Spirit is all about. Now, that's a whole separate sermon, so I won't even go into detail there, okay? But what, what I'm getting at is, is, is that, that around being in God and having God's presence around you shouldn't limit itself to when you are in church, whether that being in church is being in a physical building or listening to a sermon online or whatever it, it may be during your worship time on Sunday, if you're listening to this on a Sunday, okay? Your, your experience with God shouldn't just stop when you leave those surroundings. It should extend into your the rest of your day. It should extend into tomorrow morning. It should extend, extend, extend. This is what walking in the Spirit is about, okay? But you cannot do that if you're not willing to seek God's face, if you're not willing to seek Him, okay? And, 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 and to seek Him, to seek Him when you're feeling dry, especially when you're feeling dry, okay? Because the bottom line is that if you're feeling dry, it's not that God has left you. God has promised, what did he say before? I will not forsake thee. It's not that he's left you. 
Okay, but but the way we are as human beings, especially in this day and age, in the 21st century, where everything is running so helter skelter, everything is so instant, everything is moving so fast, it's so easy for us if we're not mindful not to let this happen. But it's so easy for us to sort of drift away from God or kind of forget about God. Okay, right, right, and so 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 to not forget about God is to be in a state of of being aware of when I should be seeking God. Okay. Now, this particular psalm here is talking about rising early up and seeking him. Okay. As I have seen thee in the sanctuary, let your power and your glory be there. All right. Verse number number three says, uh, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Because God's loving kindness is better than life, life, our lips should praise him. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Do we praise God and do we lift up our hands and just praise him, just praise him unabashedly, unashamedly? Amen. Amen. Lifting our hands, you know, is, is, is a universal sign of surrender. How many of us have really surrendered to God? This is why when we praise and worship, you know, and, and if you haven't just done that, you know, when you're praising God, just lift up your hands and just release, just release yourself. Let, let, let your spirit soar. You'll be surprised at the feeling in the presence of Holy Spirit that will engulf you. You know, you know, and, and, and it says, thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. You have joy in your heart? Then praise God. Praise him with your lips. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, I always say. Amen. If you can shout at a football game and jump up and down at a basketball game, then when you're praising God, let that noise, that joyful sound, let it come out and praise him with joyful lips. Verse number six says, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the midnight, in the night watches, when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, do you meditate and do you seek God at night before you go to bed? Okay. Have many of you, you know, awakened at specific times during the night, 330 you know, for me anyway, it's like 3.30 when I get awakened like that. And, and it's not a sudden shock like when you have a nightmare. It's just all of a sudden you're lying there. Next thing you know, your eyes are open. You look at the clock and I see 3.30. I say, okay, Lord, I know that the Lord wants to talk to me about something. Amen. Amen. And I will stop and I will meditate on it. Okay. I won't go back to sleep. I will lay there and meditate. Okay. If I feel so inspired during that time and the Lord you know, wants to show me a scripture, I'll get up and I'll grab my Bible and go read, read those scriptures, okay? See, but this is seeking God in a, in a, in a constant state of seeking God, okay? Right, right. We, we need to know what's going on, you see. Just because our, our, our physical minds, our, our physical bodies are at what we call sleep, you know, your spirit doesn't, doesn't sleep. God doesn't sleep. Amen. So God wants to communicate with you and he wants to bring something from a spiritual level, you know, up, up into your mind so you're really conscious of it. Okay. And then maybe you need to do something physically to act on what it is that he's telling you to do. Amen. But this is seeking God and meditating on him in the night watches. Okay. Because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul follows hard after thee. Thy right hand upholds me, all right? Does your soul follow really hard after God? Are you really seeking and following behind him? Then he says that his right hand will uphold you. Okay, he'll support you. He'll hold you up. Verse number nine. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice. The king shall rejoice in God. 
every one that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Amen. Amen. The king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that swears by him shall glory. Okay. So, so we need to make sure that we are seeking God and he will, will, will uphold us and withhold us. You know, uh, uh, this Psalm 63 coincidentally was written by, um, written by David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Amen. So this is when he was reaching out to God. He was seeking God for, for, for answers for all that was going on around him. Amen. Well, those same things follow us into our lives today. Amen. So that's another area of our lives. When we are feeling spiritually dry, we need to seek God early on. Okay. Don't waste a moment. You know, don't go putting it off. Okay. Because you never know what the next day is going to bring. Okay. One of the keys to keeping a potted plant, as, as I said before, mentioned before, one of the keys to keeping a potted plant and our spiritual lives, lives is to tend to them early early on before the leaves get so dry that they're irreplaceable. You can't do anything with them. Amen. So the second area in our lives is that when we're feeling spiritually depleted, that we should run to the God, run to God without hesitation, seek his face, seek his face. Amen. And the last area here that we're going to go over is to seek God when we are feeling fearful, when we are feeling fearful. Amen. When we're feeling fearful. And with that, we're going to go to the book of Psalm 34 and verse number one. Psalm 34, verse number 1. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. 34, verse number 1. And this is when we're feeling fearful. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. See, there it is again. That reference to praise continually be in my mouth. Okay, that means all the time. Okay, now, <laughs> obviously, literally speaking, you can't just be. It, we have to talk. We have to do things and so on like that. But continually is that when you have a free moment. You know, when you're doing the dishes, when you're taking a shower. You know, when you're in the car. You know, try try spending some time just praising God while you drive. Spend some time praising God when you're washing your face, doing the dishes, whatever it is. You know, just spend some time praising God. This means that you continually means that you just don't set aside uh, a Sunday morning when you go to church time to praise God, all right? You don't set aside time just for the, just for the midnight or the evening service, you know, or the Wednesday night service when, the, when the, the worship team is singing, you know, that you just praise God that time. You praise God continually every and single opportunity that you have, okay? Let his praises be continually on your lips and in your mouth. Verse number two says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he healed me. So that means that you were seeking God and you got healed. I sought the Lord, the Lord, and he healed me and delivered me from all my fears. Underline that and delivered me from all my fears. Okay. When you've got something going on in your life that really has you concerned, really has you worried, or downright fearful, that's the time for you to run to God. Seek him. Seek his face. Pour out on him exactly what is troubling you. Let him know what is bothering you. Let him know what your fear is. Okay? Okay? In addition to the moment that that spirit of fear comes upon you, you rebuke that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. 
You know, just say right out loud, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke your spirit of fear because my Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Repeat the scriptures right back to him. Okay, and then, and then just go to God, Heavenly Father, why am I feeling this fear? This is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is what I need to do. This is what I'm being told to do. This is who I'm going to see. And I'm worried. I'm fearful of this person, of this situation, or whatever it might be. Seek his face. Seek his face. Because what did I say there? Delivered me from all my fears. God can deliver him. But you've got to seek him. And this is one of the times that we have to remember it. So many times, saints of God, when that fear comes upon us because of a situation that's going on in our lives, we will pick up and we'll start doing whatever we can to get ourselves out of that situation or to allay the fear ourselves. We'll try to figure out everything that can be done to make this fear go away, to have a question, to have, to have that question answered ourselves. Okay? And this is why so many times I say these three particular areas, this is one area that we just forget. The answer to removing that fear is to seek God. Okay? God is all powerful. You're his child. You're his daughter. He does not want to see you in fear. God has not given you that spirit of fear. He's given you power, love, and a sound mind. Jesus set you free from all of that. Amen? Amen? But so many times when that fear is thrust upon us from whatever sources, whatever reasons, we just simply forget to go to God and to seek him. Okay? When he's right there just waiting for us to come to him to give us, give us uh, the answers, you know? To, to, to give us his peace. So let his Holy Spirit just come upon us and just wash that fear away. And let us, let us know that he's there, that he's on the case, as I like to say. Amen? Amen? Don't let that fear just, just fester and linger and hang around you. Okay? It says, delivered me from all my fears. Verse number five. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Lord, the Lord can save you out of all your troubles, too. Whatever's going on in your life, you know, especially in this day and age, there's so many questions up and down. And, and unfortunately, some of us sometimes let those, those questions and concerns turn into downright out-and-out -out fear. And we don't want to go there because God has not given us that spirit of fear. All right? So we need to seek him to make sure that, 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 that he can touch our hearts in his own special way and eliminate that fear from you. The poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him and delivereth them. The angel of the Lord encamps round about you, round about them that fear him. Now, this fear, I, or I'm always telling you when you see that in, in the word of God, referring to God, this is not fear of God, like you're frightened of God. This is, is reverence for God having the utmost respect for God, the utmost love for God, okay? That's what this fear here is saying, okay? It's reverencing, you know? All that revere him, okay? The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that revere him and delivers, and delivers them, okay? God has camped and camped his angels round about you, you know? You know that, don't you? Okay? God has his angels round about you. There's no reason for you to fear at all. You're a child of God. You've been sealed with his Holy Spirit. If you've confessed Jesus Christ as Lord, then the Bible says that you've been sealed by his Holy Spirit. The devil knows that he can't touch you. Okay? He can put thoughts into your head. You can drive things that way by getting into your mind. But he physically can't touch you. Okay? And the Holy Spirit will certainly give you words to speak for any situation. But you've got to seek God to get his advice on how to move forward. Then he will give you through his Holy Spirit. He will give you words to speak and actions to take. Amen. Amen. And the angels, in the meantime, the angels has his Lord, the Lord has his angels in camp round about you. Verse number eight, 
Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, reverence the Lord. Oh, fear the Lord, reverence the Lord. You, his saints, talking to us, okay? We are saints. Not talking about the little things you put on your dashboard, you know, and the little carved up things. We, we are saints, okay? You, his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. There's no want to them that reverence him. Okay, the young lions do lack and suffer hungry, hunger, but they that seek the Lord, underline please, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Okay, so if you get into the habit of seeking God, there is nothing that you need to want for, nothing, because God will hear you and he will provide whatever it is that you need. Okay, the answer is to seek him. This is another time that when we are in fear that we forget to seek God. Okay, because he will answer him. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, you children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord, the reverence of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Okay? You're the righteous, so his ears are open to your cry. All you have to do is to seek him and cry out to him, and he will hear you, and he will indeed answer. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears. Underline verse 17. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. Okay? The righteous cry, that's you. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. So whatever troubles you may be in right now, you have going in your life, whatever fears that are there, you start seeking God, and God is saying here that he will hear you. He will hear you, and he will deliver you from whatever that negative thing is that's going on in your life, okay? We have such a wonderful God. You know, we don't have a just a theoretical God, you know. That we have a God of action, okay, who, who backs up his word, okay? Okay, our God is he, he's not a man that he should lie. Amen. And what God speaks forth, okay, cannot come back to him void. In other words, that thing he speaks forth has to has to take the action that he has spoken forth. Okay. So if God is saying here that he will deliver you out of your troubles. That means that if you have any troubles, you start seeking God. You start seeking him out. Verse number 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, that's us, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Him out of them all. Okay, so that means you. Okay, okay. We may have afflictions, we may have tribulations, we may have whatever's going on, but God can and will deliver us from him. But we have to seek him. Okay, we have to seek him. God wants us to seek him. Amen. Verse number 20, he keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. They that hate the righteous shall be desolate. They that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Amen. So that's you. That's me. Right? If we trust in God, we shall not be desolate. We have faith in God. We shall not be desolate. Amen. So when this fear or you're feeling fear or anxious, it is time to seek the Lord and you have to, to seek him with, with all of your might, with all diligence. Don't put it off, not, not a moment. Okay. And go with, in seeking God, expect that he will indeed answer your prayers and will give to you answers to take you to where you need to be. 
And then on top of that, he will give you such a peace. Okay, there's nothing there's nothing more um, more enlightening than spending time with God and you're seeking His face. Amen. The, the rewards are just so many. You know, not only will your day go well, but 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 you will you'll have a burden lifted off of your shoulders because you will know that that your Lord God Jehovah, the mighty Creator of the universe, is on the job and He's there, and that He is in charge. And whatever it is that's going on in your life, God can indeed deal with it. Okay. All right. So these three areas are very, very important that we remember to make sure that we always seek God's face. Amen. Amen. When we've sinned, that's one. And number two, when you're feeling dry spiritually. And the last one is, of course, when you're feeling fearful. Remember those times. Remember them. And let the Lord thy God just step in and just take charge of your life and that situation. Amen. 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 I pray this message has been a blessing to you. And uh, um, if it has been a blessing... And then I pray that you will pass the word, you know, on to someone else, uh, give it to a loved one, a family member, a friend, or even give it to someone, give the, the uh, link to this podcast, these podcasts to them, even if someone is giving you a hard time, amen, because the Lord wants us to pray for those that would be in opposition to us, amen. And we can be found uh, also at www.genesis1one.org. Uh, our website there, and of course, these are um, podcasts. We have uh, we have apps for Android and for um, iPhone that can be downloaded free of charge. Okay, from the sermon.net website or from our regular Genesis One website, and and pass those apps along. Download those apps, and then you'll you'll have them to take with you while you're in the car or while you're out of the country, out of state, or wherever it is that you may be. Amen? Amen? So I pray again that um, these messages have been a blessing to you, and I pray that you go forward in peace and know that Jesus Christ is indeed your Lord and your Savior. Amen? Jesus is Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord God, and we pray that the words that we've heard today will stay deeply rooted within our spirits, O oh Lord God, that they cannot be stolen away when the evil one tries to come against us, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, again, we pray that uh, we will continue to go through the balance of the day and the week ahead of us, remembering these things, O oh Lord God, and we will always seek your face, O oh Lord God. We will continually seek your face and learn to seek your face, O oh Lord God, because we know that that is what you desire us to do, O oh Lord God. And we love you, Heavenly Father, and wish to be obedient to you. We thank you, Lord God, and we praise you in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen.